Hi, and welcome to the Ward and Katie Wilsey podcast. I'm Ward Wilsey, and I'm the CFO of HHS, headquartered in the Austin, Texas area. I'm also a former private bank wealth advisor and practicing attorney. And I'm Katie Wilsey, a licensed Texas real estate agent. We live in the Lake Travis area right outside of Austin with our four kids, two dogs, and one cat. We've been through it all with money, broken in debt to debt-free and wealthy. We're continuing to build our wealth and live happier lives. We're here to talk to you about your money, how to earn more, save more, and invest more. We'll talk about the mistakes we've made and how we've learned from them. We'll give you advice on how you can get control of your financial lives, get out of debt, and be on your way to financial success. So buckle up and get ready to take notes because here comes another episode of The The Ward and and Katie Katie Wilsey Podcast. That was a lot better than the first time we did. All right, welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. I'm I'm good. I'm in a good mood today. Why? Um well, it's Monday. I started out with a workout. I did not. I woke up late as I often do on Mondays. Yeah, it's tough, but it was good. I mean it was an ugly workout, but I'm glad I got it in. Yep. And um just kind of went into it like a productive day. Set myself up for some classes throughout the week because with Corona, you know, I'm trying to just fill my calendar. Just come out better. Just come out better. And um, then while I'm out running errands, I all of a sudden get bombarded with text messages that Governor Abbott of Texas has announced that May 1st, the Phase one release is happening, and uh, he's, he's bringing it back. He's bringing it back, like oh, just so good news. So it just was like a, and as like instantly. So I'm getting flooded with text messages from clients, like, "What does this mean? Can we start showing?" I all of a sudden get a call from a potential new buyer that wants to go look at houses tomorrow. It's like just that little that. Phase one, the spike of consumer confidence is insane, right? And then the question is that come with that. Like all of a sudden now everyone's heads are spinning. Kind of like in the beginning where you're like, what's next? So much information is unfolding that like the answers are changing by the hour almost. You don't quite know what's right or what's not right. Right. Like kind of like I just read tonight that you don't have to wear a mask because the governor supersedes the judge you know so it's like is that really true are people going to just make it a company rule you know so it's just so much information but i feel like we're making strides in the right direction to open the country that's good against a lot of people's you know yeah and it's like a lot of people just seem to want this to go on forever I'm guessing those are the people who are still getting paid and don't have financial hardship. Sure. I, I'm definitely, or they're collecting their check already. I don't know. I mean, I just think that I realize there have been some cities that have been grossly impacted by this, like numbers-wise. Texas as a state is not. Travis County as a county is like mildly at best compared to other areas. So it just, it doesn't warrant this. So, um, 
maybe it was all an overreaction. And then when you have the finish line, continue, I mean, the, in the beginning it was like, we just need to flatten the curve. And then we flatten the curve and like, well, we just need to get to the other side of this. And then we need to have a vaccine. No and cases. Then we have to have, yeah. And then we shouldn't go back to school next year. It's like, what? And Sam Diggins, like, it just feels like we're in a bad movie. And I, I've said that all along. I bet you the very first podcast I said that it feels like we're in a bad movie. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to find news on uh, on the new restrictions. I wonder, like, how many people out there, is there a conspiracy side of all this? Like, I have a girlfriend who thinks that there's a whole political conspiracy to all this. I don't. I think, like, for the most part, it's just, you know, it's a lot just of an that, innocent oh, reaction to... No, no, I don't think it's innocent. I think it's more like governors... You know, politicians in general, whenever they can, like, get extra power, they think it makes them look better. And they think, you know, like the, you know, the governor from from Michigan, for instance, who is just doing all these, like, willy-nilly restrictions, like, you can sell this, but you can't sell this. And it's like, right. I'm, I know more than you. And right. Here, no Easter. No Easter. We're closing yeah. Easter for this year. Yeah, because I'm the governor, and yeah. you're not. And it's, just, like, when, people, when politicians are like that, it's... It gives us room to question everything. Right. Well, and I think this is also like a case where people, because I know a lot of our listeners aren't all in Texas, but, you know, you got to think like long-term, long-term wise, like, you know, what do you want your, how how do you want to live and and where do you want to be? And it's like, I, I know if we were still in California going through that, I'd be like, man, we need to get out of here. Whereas in Texas, like, we always knew, like, it was lame that it got shut down, but we always knew, like, the I mean, governor would like, I'm, it. like, bursting with pride that our governor's, like, kind of the first one to, like, step up and do this. Well, it was actually the, the, Georgia, so, the Georgia governor was the first, and he took a lot of heat even from President Trump over it, but it's like... He, like, he knows what's going on in his But we're state. in that same group. You know, I realize yeah, South Dakota sure. has also been kind of pushing yeah, back. Yeah, she was, she was... But it's just, like, I, I feel like, yes, like, this, there's a reason why we moved here. There, there are many reasons right. why we moved here, you know. But this was one of them to, like, these are our core beliefs, and, like, we believe in our country and the Constitution and all of that stuff what that stands for and a lot of this was encroaching yeah it was encroaching on like basic constitutional rights and like but the thing about constitutional rights is they don't often they they don't ever get adjudicated at all but they certainly don't for years and years and years until you go like the supreme court so for you know it's important to like hold governors and politicians accountable to say, like, you need to make judgment calls on what is and is not constitutional and don't go overboard. So I I would anticipate there's going to be some states where, you know, governors took too many liberties with people's rights and they're going to get... And you think people will leave as a result or they'll be voted out? Um, both. I think, well, yeah, certainly I think there's some states like, like, you know, in California, Governor Newsom is still locking it down to the end of May. And I think a lot of people will just continue to vote for him. Like, I, you know, I think California has so much going for it economically, from, especially from the past, right? They've got totally. Silicon Location, Valley, weather. they've got LA is a financial and a movie center. They've got so much business that, you know, and such economic activity that it's going to take years and years and years for their their, their politicians yeah. to because think about like you know Detroit 
was a hotbed for economic activity, you know, for years but one after industry. they started. Well, yeah, but they had, they had, you know, manufacturing core. They had a lot of stuff going on. It took I just years see, like, for California those. is so diverse. But we have, like, pharmaceuticals, they, biomedics, like, everything, like... Yeah, they, they, they're going to continue to hum economically for years and years, no matter what their politicians do. Eventually, I mean, the way that they're they're managing their economy, it'll it'll tail off eventually, but it's going to take a while. You know, but my point in all that was, like, I think people need to think about and take a look. This is a good opportunity to take a long look at what you want, you know, your life to be long term. And if you don't like the way your state is, move. I know. There are Even others. If not this year, then next year. And that goes both ways. Like, for the people in Texas who are like, I can't believe the governor's doing this and blah, blah, blah. Like, might There's be another other states that other the states. governors aren't doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting. And it's definitely... But people are just so afraid to move. We've talked about this before in the past, too. And, like, boy, why didn't we do it sooner? And... I mean, I, I could name four different reasons why we didn't, and I'm guilty of probably part of that, but just move. Like, you only live once. You, we really- always, you know, we always talk, we were talking the other day, like, we, we were having this argument about is today, like, argument. more, not argument, but we were talking about, remember we were talking about is, is today more politicized than ever? And I said, I don't think so, because it's not like we have Alexander... Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr ch- challenging each other to a duel. Although we could do a whole episode on how if politicians were forced to duel, oh, they, they'd yeah. be a lot more polite to each other. I think they should. I think they should call each other out and call each other onto the the capital. We may not fare so fight. well, though. Although I think he's a badass. Like Who? He's our governor. I bet he could beat up half the politicians. I don't care it, if he's it would get, in a wheelchair. It, would, it could get complicated. He carry he, he packs. Yeah, you're right. It would be a real duel. Okay, I digress. Go ahead. No, let's make the let's make the podcast about dueling. No, we're not sure. We'll do that another time. Okay. Um, okay. So what is this? What? So the very first sex I get. All right. Guys. So let me let me let me let me go over like what he what Governor okay. Abbott is opening up, and then so, let's talk about real estate. He said that the states stay at home. It, order is going to expire Thursday as scheduled and allow businesses to reopen in phases Thursday at midnight? This Thursday. At midnight? Does it state that? Uh, it'll expire at midnight at Thursday. So okay. Friday it starts yep. to reopen in phases. So first to open this Friday, retail stores, restaurants, movie theaters, and malls. 25%. They, they'll only be able to operate at 25% capacity. Museums and libraries will also be allowed to open at 25% capacity but hands-on exhibits must remain closed so like i i think that i think that's smart for a couple reasons i don't think that those stores will be at above 25 percent capacity anyway so i think i mean people might want to for the first weekend but when i walk into a normal boutique there's three people in there that's what i mean like you know our like my favorite restaurant like schmidt's barbecue like there it's always going to be 25 percent full so this first weekend they're they might feel an influx of people, right? Right. But but after that, it'll be fine. And then there's restaurants that are have waiting lists all the time, and now they're just going to have a waiting list at their 25%, and that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's better than the... Than nothing. And, and they're probably still going to do the they're curbside probably still do service, service for right. the time being anyway. You're so right. 
But like, you know, a lot of restaurants, they'll also spread out a little more like the ones that, I mean, it'll be a nice weekend. So they'll be able to move some of their tables outside and, you know, have extra capacity. I wonder how that helps. Do you get extra capacity outside? Uh, be interesting to find it, out. It's Texas. No one's going no to check. What about, um, does it say anything about DMV services? No. <laughs> I have a 15 year old die. They're, no, they're like, why in the, the world is the DMV closed? Because they didn't want to work to begin with. It's I know. Or DPS, whatever it is. I still can't get used to that here in I, Texas. I have no idea what it's called. Um, okay. So, what does this mean for people that are trying to sell their house this weekend? I have two sellers right now that both eagerly texted me as soon as this all came out. So, this doesn't mean open houses are happening this weekend. Okay? It's just kind of a fact. The first weekend that everyone gets released, they're not going to look at houses. They're going to their restaurant. They're going to places they think they couldn't go before. Unless they really, really need to. Well, then they would have already looked at the house because you could have. Yeah. Um, So, this is. Wow. I believe, so open houses are, so real estate is considered essential. So I could have held open houses. There wasn't a hard no. Right. It was very firmly recommended that you did not. Right. So I could do one this weekend on both of them. It's still very firmly recommended that you don't. Now that may change Mother's Day weekend or the weekend after that. I don't know yet. Um, so, but people are asking like, how did, what's the effect there? Okay. Then the other effect is, I mean, coincidence or not, I don't know. I had a friend call me today and she's interested in looking at houses tomorrow. So is it a tinge of buyer confidence? I, I believe actually just the last week there's been, I've seen more traffic on the roads. There's been more, like, the, just the talk of opening. And phase one was enough to boost consumer confidence. So, I mean, just in our neighborhood alone, we had three houses go pending in the last three days. Neither of my houses. Right. But still, that's a good sign that people are moving and shaking. So I think consumer confidence is starting to come back. And we're at a price point that is usually doesn't have to move, right? Like there's, there's the $200,000 price point that was barely affected by this. Right. And then there's the like 900 plus that was affected. And then there's the like 5 million that isn't affected. right? Right. But there's like two major, I think the really the like, 400 to 900 was grossly affected by this range, right? That's kind of middle class, upper middle class America. So anyways, I I think that they're starting to feel more confident. We're starting to see a little more activity, more showings, uh, more interest. So, yeah, I think... I think the... We curbed a lot higher than the rest of the nation, too, Austin did, which doesn't surprise me. I mean, we've talked about how solid our market is for a long time. There's so much growth here. Right. So we fell by 30%, 
where like New York fell by 70%. I also think that where we live, like in the outskirts of Austin, is going to hold up a lot better because people aren't going to want to move into cities if they were moving here from elsewhere. Yeah, I, I read an article recently, one of my clients sent me about uh, rural properties spiking. So people uh, yeah, with Anchorage. Yeah, but I think, it's, I think it's more like, because ours is like, it's not rural. No, but we're it's not. not. We're suburbs. It, but, but, it, I just, but, it, but it's like the outskirts suburbs. Like, yeah. I think of, of major towns are going to do really well. Because, like, you can commute from our neighborhood to downtown. You can commute anywhere to Austin. And it's like a 40-minute drive. Downtown's not hurting. Not hurt. Well. I mean, maybe Manhattan will. But. Yeah. But, our, but our, New York's a unique situation. Maybe because we're. Yeah, I don't know. Because they have I don't, like, So, so like, I don't think. I don't think downtown Denver or downtown. Um, uh, Oklahoma Anywhere City are going yeah. to be hurting either. But, but at the same time, I think people are going to sit there and go. I'd rather live like. 30 minutes outside of town just because look I mean it's it, it's obvious yeah so let's talk, let's shift into that a little bit like what will be the long term effects of what just happened as far as real estate is concerned and maybe like some personal stuff if you feel like dabbling in well that. it's like it's like how I think it's how like just people are going to act in general like for years and years and years everyone was like oh well, this city, like, it, it's missing it doesn't have a major transit system like they always used to say that when we lived in San Diego like, who, who's going to want to go on a subway now to work? Like, no one. Like, one of the reasons Texas has such a small coronavirus uh, outbreak, just relatively speaking, is, is people drive their car to work. There's no one taking public transportation in Texas. Like, so it, long-term effect, I mean, what are, you, what are you saying there, that you don't think they'll do it now? No, just again, I think, I think like, those... The real estate that's in the surrounding areas of big cities where you can reasonably commute is, is going to do better. And I also think more businesses are going to move out to like areas like this. Hmm. Um, I think I think you know in Austin that south Southwest Parkway corridor, like where like Yeti is and yeah. AMD and all them. I think that's going to get more popular. It's like a growth corridor. Yeah, because people aren't people aren't going to want to live in. Yeah. No, I no, think, no. I, that being said, like young people are always going to want to live in the city, but so I predict um, a little bit to what I was saying with the rural thing. I think there's always been an interest, and now way more, but way more meaning maybe like twenty percent more. But in the the rural, the off the grid, uh-huh. like if my power goes out, or if my water goes out, if my you know, sewage company, like we don't, there's, we take for granted some of these major municipalities that like care for us. So there's a freedom in having your own well, I have my own water supply, your own solar, right? All these things. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see a spike in the, the, the ranch, you know, the acreage or just being able to, I mean, there's definitely, I posted a post like, um, now that you've been in quarantine for 30 days, if you could change anything about your house, what would you change? Well, the number one thing was, y'all, a pool. So if you're in the pool industry, you're stoked. Yeah. Because everyone's saving for a pool right now. The other thing was just more space. So like a bigger house and bigger land, right? Because if you are forced to stay on your property, you're either in a 9 600-square-foot apartment or... 
what you if you think a three thousand square foot house is small, whatever it is, it's all relative. So I think yeah, I think those trends and that's what people say they want. But I mean, the reality is, is a lot of people are going to be financially really hurt by this. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of work that comes with a well and septic. And yeah, people people say they want a, they want a well and they want septic and they want solar. But once they see it costs a hundred thousand. I mean, it's not a. I mean, unless you can stroke a check for a hundred thousand, it's not a good idea. But a lot of people can, and it's a great. I think it's a great idea personally. The more people we can have off the grid, the better we are. I think. Like, I think it's, it would. I'm a. I'm a fan of all that. Like, I would like us to get in that situation to be able to be dependent on ourselves. But you, I understand. Like, I understand that it's not necessarily always feasibly easy or and or it's a lot of work I guess it's, it's not any work it just costs money yeah but like you can't just flush whatever you want down the toilet you can't even nowadays but when it's your own system you really can't yeah and if we have a drought season or like especially if you're doing rainwater collection like it is work you've got to schedule someone to come and maintain that and so there, there's work involved. It's not that much work, but it is, especially if you're a single parent or, I don't know, it just, it's it's not as easy as writing a check to your utility company. Let's just no, I'm not make saying it a that. phone call and no, having them no, set I'm saying, up. I'm saying to like set up solar and set up, you know, septic and set up, you know, well and all that. Like, I just think, I think a lot of people. But there's a lot of people with money that are now like, yeah, you know what? No, I don't like oh, being dependent. I, I agree. Well, no, you know what's you know what's going to do really well is like high end, like second home real estate. Like, uh, yeah, like we're looking at like like Park Valley, like you know Jackson Hole. But I mean, that's like people with like a lot, a lot of money. I think a lot of people are going to sit there. What I would say is like if if you would have to go into debt to do all that stuff, that is a bad idea. Sure. You're well, not... we're never a fan of debt, period. So. No, I get that. But when we say like a lot of people, like a lot of people are gonna are gonna go that route, I think. But I would say like no, you're right, like off the grid like kind of luxury properties I think are gonna do really, really well. Agreed. Um, okay, what else is gonna come from this? Uh, school online kids no you know what were we just talking about work like just more people so I I don't think I don't think like it's work from home is going to be as big a thing as people think or even like just starting out with like I think we're realizing how we can be efficient with the computer like a lot of people learned the computer that didn't know the computer let's be honest yeah um my daughter's teacher knows more about the computer than she'd ever wanted to in her lifetime yeah. now. But so I think, um, like webinars and presentations, we realize like how they can be just as productive as in person going to a seminar. I think, I think a lot of people like are going to be able to do like online seminars, like charge 50 bucks for a seminar. Whatever. Or... Yeah. Like, um, so yeah, I think, the the online learning there there are plenty of perks to it. I think people will continue to take advantage of that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of companies continue to offer 
webinars and they always have and no one took advantage of them and now they will because now you're like so. oh, i gotta drive to someone so i'll just listen to this webinar on the way there well, also it's 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 gonna be cheaper right you tend to like a conference for two days sure. for a thousand bucks or yeah. a webinar for two days for yeah. you know 250 like i think a lot of people are gonna take advantage of that so you have that and then i think maybe we're going to be um, a little more cautious when it comes to illness and getting around people like, yeah, but illness, like I think, you know, you used to sit there and you'd go to work. Like if you had a cold and were sneezing and now it's like, well, I'll just stay home and work from home for the day. And just, I think if you email your boss and say, hey, I'm going to work from home, I'm feeling a little under the weather. You know, your right. boss is going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. It was I, almost like before the only thing that got you out was throwing up or a fever. Those were like yeah. the two things that you're like, okay, I can't send my kid to school. He's got a 102 fever or he's I think physically it, throwing up. And I'm like, your throat hurts. Uh, you can go. Or you're, yeah, you're not running out of your nose. You can go. Well, I think now the schools will probably go, okay, even when we're back in school, we're going to throw a zoom camera on. And if you're at home, cause you have the sniffles, like just watch it there. And I think parents will have to watch that. Cause like kids are going to try and take advantage of it. Cause they're kids. But if your kids like, well, employees I mean, frankly, too, yeah. Frankly, for us, like when our kids are sick, I think we'll just make them watch watch it on Zoom and or whatever they offer. But we, I mean, we that it's not an issue for us. So I'm not. That's not a worry for me. My our kids don't get sick very often, and when they do, they're legitimate. My kids, our kids, don't want to miss school. They're not trying to miss school, so I'm not worried about that. Um, but I think it, that would be a concern for some people, for sure. Totally. Um, and, but I think, so that will be a change that we'll see. I think we will naturally distance from people, which that kind of makes me sad. I mean, it makes me happy with some people that have weird personal space, but I'm an extrovert and I like to hug my friends. I'm an introvert, so this makes me happy since I have an irrational fear of people touching me anyway. Yeah, it's like everything you ever wanted coming true now. It, It is. This is great. You prayed for this? I did. Okay. Well, I did not. The fist bump will be even more in style. Maybe we'll even get oh, into the I toe tap. Oh, I love shaking a hand. Like, I mean, think about it. You can tell a lot about a person by the handshake, and now you're like, oh, he just punched me. Like, it's, no, oh, it's not yeah. the same. We'll see. I, uh, I, I, I mean, do you think there's any chance that in six months, we'll 100% go back to normal. Yes, because people forget very quickly. That's like saying... Yeah. I think I think that's like saying... It's like um, being like, I'll never have another baby again, and then... That, yeah, good analogy. That, but it's like saying, like, you know, after, um, after the last recession, people were like, you know, I'm never going to borrow money and go into debt again, and then people started doing it. It's, it's like saying, you know, I'm, I'm never going to do this again, or I'm never going to do that again, and people do they they go back to doing the same habit so i think yeah within i the one thing i think that's going to take a while is like large group gatherings like i think that's a year out really because i would go to a concert tomorrow i would too it wouldn't bother me at all but i think like what i think in in texas like i don't think austin is going to have you know a, a concert at the frank Irwin center like for the rest of this year if i had to guess 
But I think like I think Nutty Brown, which is a concert venue on Dripping Springs, like I bet they I bet they have their fall lineup. They may even have concerts in the summer, to be honest with you. Yeah. I that makes me really sad. It's kind of a place by place thing. So it it's uh it I yeah, I think it's gonna take a while for the large event gatherings. Like you think South by Southwest is going on next year? I do. They have to recoup. I mean... I do, too. There's so much money in that. So much money in that. Like... Well, think of, think of all the, like, hotel venues and, like... So, what I would question would be, like, does... Um, what's our our October one? Oh, AMC. America's... What is it? Uh, Whatever. I don't think it is AMC. Oh, I'm sorry. Austin City Limits. Austin City Limits. ACL. Um, are they happening? They're not happening this year, are they? So I heard Kaboo, or not Kaboo, um, Coachella got moved to October. So I'll be curious to see. If that goes on. Yeah. I mean, I tell you, Coachella, there's going to be a lot more, uh, diseases spread than you'd ever have to worry about coronavirus, (laughs) but that's another topic. I mean, they're not getting sick. No, no one's spreading massive... Well, I mean, and frankly, they may spread massive coronavirus, but Coachella's all young kids, and so is ACL. Like, they'll get a little sick, and then they'll be fine. I mean, the real thing we need to worry about is, you know, seniors and people with compromised immune systems. Right. Who, they probably need to still stay at home and be very, very cautious, but... Well, and I don't want to weigh in and pretend I'm a scientist and that I know who should be... Like, let's not go down that road, but... I don't know. I think for right now, I'm very happy that things seem to be moving in the right direction. Yes. Saturday, we are taking our boat out on Lake Travis. And then we're going for a road trip to Galveston and staying in a hotel. And For the first time, we haven't stayed in a hotel. I don't even know when the last time. Yeah, and we're going to just... I don't even know if we're going to sit on the beach or not. I don't even care. To me, I'm just like, we're exploring a new city. We've not been to Galveston. My kids are learning it in AP Texas history right now. So, uh, we, we are looking at, we are looking at real estate. Yeah. Not going to pull the trigger until probably early next year, but I think a property down in Galveston might not be a a bad idea as a DRBO. We will update after that. Uh, right, because we'll see. Maybe we'll be like, eh, yeah, no, or... Yeah, we've never been there. Yeah, we've never been there. I do like the idea that there's a boardwalk down there. Like, that's a fun summertime thing. So, yeah, like this weekend coming up, our, my whole house is looking forward to it. Like, oh my gosh, this is... Especially the boat. The boat is like... Going on the tube and... Totally, yeah. Feels like things are getting back to normal. So... We're happy. Real estate seems to be swinging in the right direction. I mean, nothing nothing great for me yet, personally. Yeah, but, but it's not going to be immediate. It's just going to take a little while. But at not, least it's swinging in the right direction. But I feel an energy shift, right? So that's all I can ask for. I mean, it was to the point where I had a webinar at 3 that I was supposed to be on. And I was getting bombarded with four different clients texting me. That I had to not take the webinar. That's a good 
problem to have, right? It's time to blow off your... Yeah, I was like, okay, yep, I'm not going to take that webinar. I'm going to answer these calls and talk on these phone calls. So that is good. And even though I don't have the answers, it's just nice to be talking about everything. So anyhow, so yeah, I think we're in the right direction. Okay. Anything else before we... uh... No, I think we update on the other side of Galveston and see... uh, well, it'll be very telling to see like what this weekend looks like, right? Is it going to be mayhem? Are we going to mess everything up and be too wild? We got a smoking deal on yeah. a, on a hundred bucks for a two bedroom suite, like yeah, a mile from the beach. Not even a mile from the beach. We're like yeah. three quarters of a mile from the beach. Yeah, so um, we'll update on the other side of this, and everyone stay safe out there. And that's it for now. All right. Bye.